morning. Good morning. The old differences have died away. When Christ calls us together as one. The old arguments have lost their appeal. The old hatreds have been swallowed up. second put some pictures on the screen and I want to explain to you who all these people are the people in these pictures have all been the same person in one way or another okay so Annie let's see the first picture this man's name is Adam West <laughs> do you know who Adam West is Alex I did man when I was your age Adam West was my guy you don't know who Adam West is okay let's try the next picture they're all the same person do you know who Michael Keaton is? None of you. When I was in high school, Michael Keaton was my guy. Okay. You don't know what it is, okay? Who's next? This is Christian Bell. You know, you know who Christian Bell is, Alex. I know you do. No? When I was in seminary, Christian Bell was my guy. Okay, let's try the next one. This is Ben Affleck. Do you know who Ben Affleck is? No? Let me tell you, Ben Affleck was never my guy. <laughs> okay. 
All right, the next one. This is Robert Patterson. Twilight? You don't know who Robert Patterson is? Okay. You know who that is. Who's in the back? Who's the picture behind him? Batman. All of them are Batman. Adam West was the first guy I ever saw be Batman. And forever, ever, Adam West will always be my Batman. And then when they moved to the movies, Michael Keaton was Batman. And then Christian Bell was Batman. And then Ben Affleck did something. He wasn't Batman. <laughs> and then now Robert Patterson's going to be Batman. All of these guys were Batman. Let me share something with you. We all in this room have the same identity. It's not Batman, but we're all Christians. And there's one person that was the first person that we met that taught us who Jesus was. And then we saw another person live like Jesus. And we saw all of these shared identities of all of these different people living like Christ. And we got to learn so much by all of them. And yeah, just like Ben Affleck, some of us don't do so good at it. But we all have a place where that we are trying to show the same image of someone to someone else. So whether that you're the first person to do it or the second, third, fourth, fifth person to do it, we all have a place that we can live in the image of something else and teach people something cool. Okay? So let's join together and then we'll all go back and sit with our families. Dear God, thank you for helping me look like you. Amen? Amen. You can go back with your families. So we have a, a very special opportunity today. We have a, a new section in our services. Now that we're not passing the peace, we have a time that we get to meet different church members. So today, Miss Valerie Pemberton is here and is going to come forward and to share with us a little bit about her history at North Coast United Methodist Church. Valerie, please come forward. As the pastor said, my name is Valerie Pemberton, and I was born in San Diego at the original San Diego Children's Hospital, which was called Quintar Hospital at that time. I've lived in Oceanside basically my whole life. My family joined this beautiful church when I was four years old. My favorite memories were vacation Bible school and all the activities we did in MYF. Um, summer camp at Cedar Glen was memorable. Uh, growing up here, I learned so many life skills to use in my adulthood, teaching Sunday school to teaching new parents how to take care of their new babies um, as a nurse. I've participated in a lot of activities over the 65 years from Singing in the choir, <clears throat> excuse me, singing in the choir as a teenager to having the joy of being married here twice. Um, this church has been my lifeline to keep me my keep my sanity when I lost my father, mother, and husband 
suddenly. My life to Christ was so, uh, uh, was spearheaded by Bible school in elementary to accepting Christ at 13. John 3.16 has been my teddy bear when I needed comfort or emotional support. When I was growing up in this church, watching my parents participating on different committees, I dreamed of being old enough to do the same myself. I felt it was such a privilege that I could constantly strive for that. I thank this church family for always being there for me. Thank you. Valerie, thank you for sharing that. And one of the things I hope that you start to feel from this is the generational connection that we all have in our faith in this same facility. And Valerie sharing that she went to camps at Camp Cedar Glen. So many years, both of my kids have gone to the United Methodist camps at Camp Cedar Glen as well. And it's this generational passing on of, of connection to Christ in the same places, in the same facilities, at varying ages, but it's, it's a part of that connectional love in our denomination that was celebrated when Valerie was a kid and now with my 13-year-old. So, Valerie, thank you for sharing today. Greater, greater God, your faithfulness is as constant as a North Star, your love as abundant as an ever-flowing stream. Guide us to follow your faithfulness with steadfast perseverance and to live in your love with joyous gratitude that we may be your children. Uh, today's scripture reading is from Let's join together in the prayer that Jesus Christ has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness, O God, Morning by morning to 
As we continue in our time of worship, let's join together in our prayer of affirmation. No longer strangers, we are all members of the household of God, knit together in the grace and love of Christ. Amen. Today's scripture is reading from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 11 to 22. Therefore, remember that formerly you who are Gentiles by birth and called uncircumcised by those who call themselves the circumcision, which is done in the body by human hands. Remember at that time you were separate from Christ, excluded from citizenship in Israel and foreigners to the covenants of the promise without hope and without God in the world. But now in Christ Jesus, you who once were far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, us making peace, and in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, 
You are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. It's the word of God for the people of God. Thank you, David. Let's join together in prayer. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for your presence in all the ways that it's displayed. We have a foundational source of the message of your love. And then we grow with it. We change with it. We evolve with it. We begin to see how through our lives changing, your spirit moves with us in change. Today, Lord, as we sit, as we look over these words of the Apostle Paul, we ask for you to show us your consistency. We ask for you to show us where that we began with you, where we're moving with you, and finally, Lord, where we will end up with you. Speak today, Lord. Nothing happens unless it's sparked by you. Amen. I want to share with you as the grown-ups the pictures that I shared earlier with the kids. Annie, I didn't prepare you for this. Can you bounce back to the one true bat? Thank you. I want you to begin to think about a place in your life that you received a message for the first time. I remember the excitement in my life when my grandfather picked me up from kindergarten because I knew when my grandfather picked me up from kindergarten, I would go straight to his house. We would walk through his front door. I would be able to run up to the television and put it on channel 45 and then turn this big knob on top of the television that moved the antenna, the, that's something else that Alex doesn't know, that would change the position of the antenna so that I could see very clearly Adam West and Burt Ward be Batman and Robin. My first introduction to the story of the Dark Knight came from a Technicolor imagery of a long black Batmobile driving out of the Batcave 14 miles from Gotham City. And that was my first image of Batman. The excitement that I had to be able to go home with my grandfather and to sit and watch Batman. Year after year, that imagery, that special connection to a story. Then this other guy comes along. Switch the slides, please. I'm uh, in high school. It's my freshman year of high school, and I hear that Tim Burton's going to pick up and share again the story of Batman. And then I heard this very exciting thing. Mr. Mom was going to be Batman. And I said, there is no possible way that this is going to be good. And I was proved wrong. Michael Keaton did a very good rendition and two Tim Burton renditions of the telling of the story of Batman. 
And as a young high school kid, no longer wanting to see the bow, the pow and the bap and the zam of a Technicolor superhero, but wanting to see a little bit more of the darker images of a superhero, that story hit me where I was in that moment. And then I'm in seminary. And I'm beginning to deal with the reality that we don't live in a technicolor world of the bam and the bap and the zow. And we don't even live in a world with catchy catchphrases and, and just humorous subplots. We live in a gray world and Christian Bell for the first time gave me the image of who I thought that Batman really was. There's one scene in Batman Begins where there's this young kid sitting on a terrace and he's getting ready. The, the fear toxins from the scarecrow is everywhere and all of these things are emerging around him and this large bat wing figure swoops from the sky and picks him up. And yes, dear friends, your pastor cried in a movie theater at that moment because that was Batman for me. Next slide. Then we mess up sometimes. <laughs> I do this more to pick on my oldest daughter because I know that she's a Batflack fan. But sometimes the imagery doesn't always connect with what we feel, and we begin to lose our place in the story because the story starts to shift in a way that we don't understand, and we may not like it. And then sometimes it takes Zack Snyder to make a longer vision of his story, and then you begin to understand it. But sometimes as we go along with a story, we fumble out of it and lose a connection to it. And then finally, we get to a place and a moment that we hear the story's going to be told one more time. And we sit in anticipation, wondering how it's going to go. Let's go back to the slide. Thank you. I want us to look at this imagery that I just shared with you of my history with my favorite superhero as we look at this conversation that the Apostle Paul is having with the church of Ephesus. He is beginning to show how that the narrative of our faith structure is about to change. He's talking to individuals that have had a long, deep history with the law who not only found their roots in faith through their history with the law, but they found their cultural strength through the history with the law. And the Apostle Paul is beginning to introduce this new path, this new salvation that comes from the acknowledgement and the acceptance of the gift of Jesus Christ. And he begins to show these people who do not only just have a faith connection to the story. They have a cultural connection to the story, and they are being told that the story is about to change. I want us to think about that. Not just from the silly narrative that I grew up and Adam West for me forever will be the one true bat, but I want us to think about when we come into this church I want us to think about the story and the narrative that Valerie blessed us with today, sharing her narrative in this faith story. There are so many things that come along in our faith lives that we become crucially comfortable with. 
that if it changes, we lose our place in the story. And when we begin to lose our faith in our story, we begin to vindictively talk terribly about it as if we're talking about Ben Affleck becoming Batman. When we become comfortable with things, and when we not just find our faith identity in something, but we find our pure soul identity in something, it becomes very scary when that starts to change. That is the conversation that the Apostle Paul is dealing with, with those who have history in the law. They waited years upon years upon years upon years upon years for the coming of the Messiah, the coming of the one who would bring completion to the promise. They were the ones who faithfully waited years upon years upon years. And now the Apostle Paul is going to Ephesus, to Philippi, to, to church after church, to Rome, and he is sharing this new open acceptance and welcome into the community where these people who have waited years upon years upon years are starting to feel worried because there are people who are just freshly hearing the message who are receiving the same benefits that they have always waited for. That becomes scary. It becomes troublesome. And it even shakes an individual to their root when something changes that they have waited so long for and they find other people sitting at the same table with them where they were the ones that did all the work and all the waiting and all the trying. The Apostle Paul begins to recognize that. And he begins to have a conversation with these individuals to share with them the reality of who Jesus Christ is. Jesus Christ didn't come to make people feel out of place, especially those that have been on the journey for so long, for so long. But Jesus Christ came to be the peace creator so that those that have been on the journey can be the ones that tell the stories to those who are freshly finding their place in the journey. If you look at the history between the Jews and the Gentiles, it sees years upon years of separation that is based on cultural understanding and cultural identity. And in these words, in this scripture today, as the Apostle Paul talks to all those presents at the church of Ephesus, he is sharing, you've been on the journey and have made this possible. You are here to receive the benefits. And here is the commonplace, the blood of Jesus Christ that brings unity in it all. I want you to think about our journey as individuals in faith because it's our journey that we begin to see not just a transition in cultural history and the understanding of faith, but I deeply hope that within yourselves that you have experienced this emotional transition in faith that at your age at this time, you feel radically different than you did when you started your journey with Jesus Christ. One of the things that I've shared for so many years when I taught confirmation to the kids as a youth director, confirmation is not something that you graduate from. 
We are people who are constantly learning, constantly growing, constantly looking at the Scripture to see and discover new things, that it should always be our path to learn more, to grow more, to transform in our souls more, as we are constantly learning and learning and growing with Jesus Christ. I am blessed by the reality within my own self that the 14-year-old that received Jesus Christ at Cornerstone Baptist Church in Martinsville, Virginia, is not the 46-year-old that's standing in front of you preaching the transforming message of Jesus Christ to you. Now, the message is the same that I received as a 14-year-old. It's my growth and my dedication and being willing to hear these words of the Apostle Paul, not fighting for the history that I've had, but looking for the unifying presence of Jesus Christ in every change that is going on around me and every change that is taking place inside of me so that I can see that, yes, that Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow, but Jesus Christ can still reach an ever-changing world with a transforming message and touch souls that we've never dreamed that would be touched before. I want us to hold on to that. Because, yes, even as silly as it is to share that my life is still affected by the imagery that Adam West gave me of my favorite superhero, the foundational first telling of that story, I, my life will forever be changed and gratified and enriched by the times that I heard Dr. Ken Martin proclaim salvation through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I will forever be touched by that story. And I am blessed by every other person who has come along to share that story with me. And may it be as radically different as Adam West to Michael Keaton to Christian Bell to Ben Affleck. <laughs> To Peterson, the story will constantly change, but the reality of the message is always pure and real. And I'm blessed for the things that I see. I'm blessed for the places that I go and share the message of Jesus Christ because I have heard the radical differences in every story that I have participated in. And as the Apostle Paul lays the groundwork for that, sharing to set aside the cultural differences so that you can hear the story that's being shared in this scripture, is why that we can sit here together and we can hear the story in different words and we can celebrate the story with the different hearts. But hopefully we are all learning and changing because of all the different ways we hear Jesus Christ is Lord. So today, as you go home, there's two things I want you to remember. The first and most important is anytime that we hear the story that is changing our life, even though we may hear it 
in different words, with different emotions, with different celebrations, learn from it, grow from it, experience it with a new heart. And also remember that as those changes come, what matters is the story is still being told. And the more hearts that we can touch with the message of Christ transforming love, the longer that image will hold. Just as much as a five-year-old kid going to his grandfather's house after kindergarten to 41 years later, a 46-year-old telling you who the worst Batman is. Hold on to the reality of the story of Jesus Christ. May the peace of the Lord be with you. Bless our tithes, bless our tithes and offerings that they may be signs of your love and bless us to be members of your household, sharing your love with the world. Amen. I promise you I will remember the order of the service one day soon. <laughs> As we join together in our time of celebration, I hope that everyone was able to receive a communion kit on the way in. We will use these communion kits a little bit longer. We are looking at ways to safely share the bread and cup, but until we get to that point, please use these um, pre-prepared offerings. The words and such are on the screen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join in their unending hymn, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By his baptism, of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and spirit. On the night in which that he gave himself up for us, he took the bread. He gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When the supper was over, he took the cup. He gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this, all of you. This is the blood of my new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in the remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith, Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here, 
and on these gifts of bread and cup, make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ, redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet through your son, Jesus Christ, with his Holy Spirit in your holy church. All honor and glory is yours, almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Please receive the gifts of Jesus Christ. Stand together. Assurance control. 
for being here today and may the peace of Christ go with you may the Spirit's power strengthen you and may God's love guide you all of your days may the peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all God is love amen we'd like to have the opportunity to get to know you please email us at ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And if you've been enjoying our services online, please email us. Please say hello. Again, that's ncumcinfo at gmail.com. And also, if you'd like to give to our church, please go to northcoastumc.org and click on the Give button. Again, that's northcoastumc.org, and click on the Give button. Thank you for joining us.